Welcome to the Skelefit Podcast. Stella Bergen dives into what you need to know to live your very best life. Stella is an executive coach, personal trainer, performance expert, and life coach. Stella tackles today's hot topics, including nutrition, exercise, sleep, and stress. In this podcast, find out what obstacles and challenges her clients are facing and how Stella is helping them meet their goals. Join us to find health strategies that work. I'm Danielle Critchley. And I'm Stella Bergen. So we are doing a post-holiday reboot this week. And I'm desperate for it. You know, I started off the holidays pretty good. But as the weeks went on and days went on, I got worse and worse and worse until I was an eating disaster. So based on that, do you have any clients that actually just sail through the holidays and don't need to do a reboot or as everybody sort of feel like me? You know, I, I would say 95% of my clients and friends and family members really get to the end of the holidays um, and feel like they need to reset, you know, or reboot. Um, and then I think what happens is you are like, well, we'll wait till after January 1st, right? And then I don't know um, about people in the rest of the country, but our school districts here, you right, the last few years we've gotten that the way that where Christmas falls and you get your break, you end up kind of having that full week after um, January 1st. So for a lot of people, they like to wait even till then because they feel like their holiday is extending or they're on vacation already. Right. School didn't start for us until the 9th. And by the time I had done, recovered from the jet lag, it's the week after. Yes. So now you start with, you know, right before Thanksgiving and then you end up, it really ends up like a six week period where, you know, it used to be like if Thanksgiving were later and then Christmas was earlier, it's just that little bit less time to get off track. But, you know, almost everyone, I feel like it's, it's just the holidays are time that you really want to enjoy. You want to enjoy being with your friends and family and you want to enjoy, you know, everyone's baking and cooking and food is delicious and, um, you know, and people should enjoy the holidays, you know, I mean, we talked about, um, you know, kind of ways to travel and be healthy and, and we've been, every single podcast has some connection to, you know, your health is connected to what you eat, your, how well you sleep, you know, your sleeping habits, your hydration your breathing or your ability to kind of up and down regulate your nervous system by using your breath and how much you move, right? So, um, and I, I don't think reboot is really any different. We're going to look at put those components or those five elements into our reboot plan. Um, you know, and for a lot of people, if they kind of live by the 80-20 rule anyway, so what if if you've developed some structure to uh, trying to maintain some structure around those five things, then reboot is really just getting back on the horse. But if you can at least try to keep the 80-20 rule, the 80% of the time, even over the holidays, you're still pretty closely following your structure. It won't be as difficult to reboot, you know, but most people do feel like they need to reboot. 
So what are your top five things you can give us? Okay, so I, I know I'm probably some a little bit like a broken record on some of these podcasts, but you know, I would say have a plan first and foremost. So um, Danielle knows that um, for many years, I think it was like six years ago, five or six years ago, I started doing the whole 30, um, which most of you I think are familiar with the whole 30, but it's really an anti-inflammatory program that elimination program. I've done for, it a few times with yeah, you. My husband calls it the dark 30. The dark 30. <laughs> So it is an elimination, right? So you eliminate, I mean, it eliminates a lot of things, but um, you guys can look up the Whole30. There's like, there's so much information about that. And we started a Whole30 Facebook group and um, and I really enjoy the Whole30. I always have done, I've done the Whole30 as a reset or reboot. And um, my goal is always to learn something about what I have maybe been doing that is not necessarily working for me long-term and then try to make one or two sustainable changes, right? So um, it is really, it is a way to reboot. It's an anti-inflammatory program that will help you hopefully make some connections to some things you are eating regularly that may not be, um, that you may be having some type of response, inflammatory response to. So the whole 30 would be one. We just did the fasting mimicking diet, um, which is based on Walter Longo's work, which people can go look him up to. They're actually, uh, Michael Krasny just interviewed him on NPR. So I'm sure you guys could also locate that interview. Um, Rich Roll has interviewed Walter Longo on his podcast, I think. Mind Body Green has interviewed Walter Longo and his podcast. Another just good one is to try to cut out wheat, sugar, and dairy for 21 days, which is a great one. But remember, any anything like this you do with an anti-inflammatory program takes a lot of prep. Um, and so you really need to be prepared. So have a plan. So get it in your head first. You know what? I think on January 3rd, I'm and the, I'm going to try to do a reset anti-inflammatory plan. Um, it could just be for some people, just maybe getting back on going 12 hours a night without eating, right? Which is is intermittent fasting in a way, but it's kind of like on the lowest end of right. intermittent fasting. Or another easy one is just getting back on the no alcohol for Sunday through Thursday. Whatever you feel like kind of got you off track, whether it's the eating, drinking, not exercising. Um, number one, with your food structure, have a reset plan. And I would say gather some friends to do it with you um, would be a way to be successful with your plan. Number two, set a fitness goal. Set a fitness goal for the new year. Um, it doesn't have to be a resolution per se, but just set a fitness goal for the new year, whether it's to run a 5K or whether it is to do a Spartan race. Um, those are the, ten, the things I tend to be oriented towards, which why they roll off my tongue so quickly. But it could be, your fitness goal could be just to go to yoga once a week. It could be to um, commit to a boot camp. It could be anything. Just set a fitness goal. and. You know, the best way to make a goal become a reality is to put it out there. So start telling your friends, hey, I'm going to 
run, you know, the Nike women's 10K in March, you know, right, whatever right. it is, and then start seeing if you can get friends to do it with you. Once you build a posse of support, you're pretty much committed at that point. Also, um, you know, doing things like building a Google spreadsheet around your fitness planning, um, just make sure you're calendar, putting on your calendar when you're going to exercise. Those things are super helpful because they build in accountability. So set a fitness goal. Number two. Number three is set a mindfulness goal. And I think this is a big one that we often overlook. Um, I don't know about you, Danielle, but I am really guilty of in my head thinking, oh, when my kids get home from school every day, I'm going to close my computer and only focus on them. <laughs> and it just doesn't it never works. <laughs> right. I no, mean, no, I know. I, my same thing for me. I get involved and I'm working. I'm in a project and I, I tune everything else out and I want to get it done. And yeah, oh. it's really... I'm totally guilty of type, type, type. How's your day? Type, 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 type. Yeah. Good. Oh, great. You know, type, 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 right? I mean, right. so it, mindfulness goals certainly doesn't have to be to shut your computer down when your kids come home, but I know that could be one. Um, I would say trying to set some... Um, media free or phone computer free time in the day would be a good mindfulness goal just to kind of be present. So whether it's, you know, we do have a rule, no phones at the table and we're, I would say 98% of the time great about that. Unless somebody's like, Oh, I want to show you this. But so, you know, kind of getting back on the track with those things, maybe no phones at the dinner table, shutting your computer down certain times of day, um, another good one is just only doing email twice or three times a day. I mean, once you're done with the holiday shopping, the number of junk emails you get is just incredible. I'm not sure I could do that because of just the number of spam I get that I, I spend oh most gosh. of my time just deleting yeah. and I'm spam. And it's it's crazy. It's horrible. I mean, to be honest, if anyone out there listening has a foolproof method for getting rid of the spam in your inbox, please, we could do a whole podcast on that. And that would not be, for, I couldn't lead it because I have so much spam. In my <laughs> yeah, inbox. I'm guilty too. Yeah. So just, um, you know, a good goal is, is if you set a goal, like I would really love to be more present for my, the people who are most important to me, whether it's your spouse, your significant other, your children, your parents, whoever that may be, but you need to set follow up with that goal with what are you going to do to try to be present? So what is that going to look like? Right. So you have to say, I'm going to spend 10 minutes and just focus on them when they come home from school. And right. then I can go back to work or has to have parameters. Right. Like every day I'm going to, for 10 minutes when my kids get home from school, I'm just going to talk to them about their day or, you know, what they have going on that afternoon or just show interest, you know, be present in that moment. Um, for some people, it may be that, you know, I think a great one, which I'm, I've not mastered this yet, but I'm trying to be better about it is when I'm with other people. So whether you're at lunch with, with some people, you're out to dinner with friends, it's just, you don't get your phone out at all. It stays locked away in your bag, your pocket, wherever. 
That's a great idea. I'm I'm guilty of having the phone on the table. Flipped I, I, over. I flipped over. Oh, yeah. I, and it's there. And it's like it reassures me. My phone is right there. I Just know in case your children. And, and then oh. I, I turn it over and I look and I put it back and I'm like, why am I doing this? Right. We check why it just to make sure. Then the conversation around right. me. And, and I, I don't understand. I think you hit the nail on the head. It's at the end of the day, you're saying, asking yourself, why is my phone more important? But we all do it. So the people you are with at the table may never notice. But if those people did not carry a phone 24-7, they most likely would feel like, why is whatever else she has going on more important than being here with me? And It's the same as when you go at a restaurant or especially in a sales floor and they stop talking to you to answer the phone. And I always wonder, why is the phone? More important than me standing there across from you trying to buy something or complete a transaction. Right. And I, I don't know what it is about phones. They're totally addictive. And you know what? Paying attention to that person behind the counter and and giving them that little bit of time might be the thing during that day that makes their day a little bit better, right? I mean, think about if you are the checking out people at your local market and every single person that comes through is on their phone or distracted. I mean, most likely they, what makes them enjoy their job is, is the interaction with the people. Right. Right. And so, so set a mindfulness goal. It could also be five minutes of breathing daily, or maybe, you know, for like three years straight, I had my like, Oh, I'm going to, do 20 minutes of meditation a day, which I was never successful at. So then I just decided that I was going to at least five minutes or wherever I was, I was going to try to at least take some time each day to do some deep breathing and just focus. And what I found was in the beginning, I would do it in my car. So I, which also keeps you off your phone in the car. So it's like a good double you know, you're not checking your phone and you're not checking it at the light just in case, you know, some new crazy news story is on the forefront of, of, you know, popping up. But it's just a bit addicting. It's these days. It is, right? And there's all the evidence that, that we're all addicted to our phones or most of us are addicted to our phones, not just our children. Um, so set a mindfulness goal. Some good ones, once again, are no phones, computers, certain times in the house, especially at dinner time. And, you know, another great one is, um, well, I'll segue into our next, um, to our next reboot suggestion. But so five minutes of meditation or five minutes of breathing daily, be present for the people you love the most, and then setting some rules around your phone and computer use. So I'm going to segue because the other one I was going to say Um, is setting a daily intention. And one of the things that I know I'm guilty about, as well as I think everyone in my household is guilty of this, and it may be my, one of my New Year's resolutions is to nip this in the bud, is looking at my phone first thing in the morning. Do you do that? Oh, absolutely. I get, I get out of bed, I brush my teeth, and then I go to the phone. Right. And I also look, that's when I get all my podcasts Mm -hmm. and and I, that's when I'm really bad because I'll have an earbud in listening to mm-hmm. a podcast and people will be talking to me and I have no, I have to ask them to repeat it all the time because of the time I turn it off and take the earbud out. So right. I'm terrible for that. 
So I was at a wellness workshop a few years ago, and it was so funny. We were people were bringing up this topic, and um, and I can't remember who, but it, he's a quite a famous um, meditation guru, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But um, apparently, he has this whole thing of RPM. Right. So instead of looking at your phone, you rise, pee, and meditate. So his whole thing is that instead of looking at your phone while you are going to the bathroom first thing <laughs> in the morning, which we all have to do, is that is the time to just breathe. Set your intention of the day because no one can claim that they don't have time to do it then. Right. So that would be, I, and I started doing that, would just be, I would get up brush my teeth. And as I go to the bathroom, I would try to just take a few deep breaths and set my intention for the day. So then, then you can't ever complain that you don't have time to do it. Right. Cause everyone has to go to the bathroom when they first get up in the morning. <laughs> there you go. So, you know what, I think at the end of the day, you build the things in, in a way that are, that it can be sustainable for you. And, and that is one that's sustainable for me or doing breathing in my car focusing, setting my intentions in my car. There's um, a leader in my in the fitness industry, Todd Durkin, who's quite well known. And he has a whole, does this whole thing around getting your mind right. And he, um, he can do it really well because he has that um, kind of very, he's very, um, he's got a lot of energy and he's quite charismatic and he probably would have been a pro football player, but got injured. So he kind of has that, you know, hi, yeah, hi, yeah, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. energy around yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. And his whole thing is you get your mind right. And I think that's applicable to everything, whether it's having a plan to reset, setting your fitness goal, but definitely on a daily basis, get your mind right. Doesn't matter how bad your morning started. You know what? If you can reset your mind to focus on how you want your day to go, where you want to go, what you want to achieve, set your daily intention. Who do you want to be that day? What energy do you want to put out to the world? What do you want to pe what do you want people to feel from you when you walk into their presence? Whatever your intention is, set it first thing in the morning. It will keep you focused. It's like setting court, you know, if you're you or a sailor. I mean, you sail. What do you do when you're, I mean, you don't just. Oh no. Yeah, you're right. We set the course. We look at the charts. Exactly. We look at the weather. We in, do, there's all kinds of stuff. In fact, you should be running this podcast. <laughs> Basically everything you need to know about setting your daily intention, you could learn from being the captain of your boat, right? I'm not the captain. I'm crew. Just okay. to, that's well, my husband, crew. to be clear. <laughs> but it's true, it's right? Absolutely true. Everything you we need to do. We discuss where we're going to go. We make decisions. Right. So if you can apply that same type of structure in a way that you is applicable to where you want to go in life, where you want to go this year, or just where you want to go today, or where you want to go in your next meeting, you can narrow it down to anything, but being able to make the mental connection is really key to, to a lot of things, to being successful. It's really key. I mean, I think a lot of really successful people have already mastered this. They may not do it in that way, but I think if you really 
broke it down, that would be one of their keys to being successful. It's just setting your intention, knowing where you want to go, knowing what you want to put out to the world, knowing or having a, a plan. Um, so set your daily intention, get your mind right, whether it's, you know, rise, pee, and meditate or set your intention. <laughs> Everyone has time to do it. All right. And the last one is just really sleep is so integral to our health. It's so key to trying to maintain um, our healthy immune systems, to our mental function, to our mental clarity, to um, our cellular function. And so just get back on track with your sleep. I don't know, you know, people have go to holiday parties. I mean, we stay up late with our children, watching movies. It is a time to let all rules and structure relax. Oh, right. My whole sleep changes. Right. Oh, but like I will start staying up later and getting up later. It's almost like the hours totally. I sleep move by a few hours over the holidays. And that's really hard to get back. It is. Same with me. I usually take off work for two weeks over the holidays. And so in the beginning, I'm always like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get so much done. I'm going to be up at five again tomorrow. And now that I don't you know, have to make lunches and do all this prep before I actually see my first client at 630, you know, I think that I'm going to get my butt out of bed, that I'm going to basically solve, I'm going to like have my house organized. You know, I'm going to have all these projects done that I haven't done for like two years, you know, whatever. <laughs> I always have the list that just goes from one day to the next. It's because we go away. That's the uh -huh. only time I clear off my desk. Somehow before oh, I go yeah. on a trip, I have this want... overwhelming motivation and desire to get everything done. So I have to actually totally. travel every six months or stuff just piles up that inbox never gets emptied yeah it's so funny i always clean up my wallet before a trip okay like all go. the receipts and everything right. like everyone has something that You've they purge routine, right? right before they go but so it is really important as part of your reset reboot plan to just try to get back on a regular sleep pattern seven to eight hours a night trying to go to bed somewhat at the same time and getting up at the same time and at least you know five to six days a week um, there's always a little room for, you know, sliding, but that is it's super important to your reboot. So if we're going to go back over it, I know I kind of went back over it some, but just have a plan for resetting your healthy food habits. Number one, number one, um, set a fitness goal. Number two, and, and recruit friends. Really important is more friends, the more friends you can recruit, the better. Makes it fun too. And it makes it fun and holds you accountable. Misery loves company. <laughs> well, you know, I know that I love going to our boot camps because that's sort of what I find out what's going on in the neighborhood, what's happening right. at the various schools. Like it's, it's part, I, I feel like much more connected to the community because of it. For sure. And it has its own community, right? right? Um, Set a mindfulness goal. Number three. Set, have a daily intention. Number four. Number four, and try to get back to your regular sleep, trying to go to bed and getting up at close to the same time. That's our number five. Number five. That's and our top five. Happy 2019, everyone. Happy 2019. And, and always share, like, and please, if you have any suggestions, 
for podcasts or questions you want to ask that might lead to a podcast, shoot us an email through stellafit.com. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah.